Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cologne Podcast. We've got a special guest today. And since we said we're in between seasons, we're just doing whatever the hell we want to do. So we wanted to talk with Steve about something cool we saw on YouTube. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. We got Steve from Frags to Riches and Sync Geeks. Hey, Steve. What's up? Hey, I feel like you've already bigged me up too much by calling me a special guest. Just, <laughs> just guest would have been fine. There's nothing special, to be honest, but I'll take it. Thank well, you. I mean, here's the deal. We both have very successful fragrance podcast and now jeremy <laughs> fragrance is, is coming after our livelihood yeah well this is true yours is so successful that i mine keeps getting compared to yours now which is a <laughs> fucking piss take so <laughs> i got a message today from someone going i love your podcast but you know the cologne podcast that's really informative so <laughs> so i'm here to basically ruin this podcast that's what i'm gonna do it's gonna be no not informative it's not gonna be informative there's no knowledge information or anything this is gonna be a load of shit <laughs> just, I just love that they think our podcast is informative <laughs> because yeah. it's like we're grasping most of the time yeah. to what I we're. I should have replied, really? <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Yeah. Are you you actually listening to these guys now? Yeah, that's funny. God, man. Um, yeah. So Jeremy released a video, which is now deleted, hasn't he? Um, I think. Yeah. You told me about that because we're a little bit behind. We were working and then. And I guess you got on YouTube and you said, oh my God, look at this. So whenever I saw it, I shared it to you, but I hadn't got on Facebook to see that people had already started posting in you guys's Facebook group. Yeah. That, hey, Jeremy Fragrance yeah. is talking about how to properly do a fragrance podcast. <laughs> I mean, we watched it. It was like a six or seven minute video. We, we learned a lot. Yeah, we did. From the that master. That video was <laughs> fucking weird. I mean, that is Jeremy's like fucking Operation Memorandum, isn't it? But it is like, <laughs> yeah. it reminded me of the sort of video that you'd find after someone committed suicide like <laughs> yeah. you sort of walk in they're swinging from the rafters and then there's like a laptop there and they've recorded a video it, the, just the style of it it was a bit odd it was just a bit like yeah. creepy with the sort of dark lighting and he was sort of just <laughs> talking to the camera like it was a person which I know you sort of do when you present to people but it was a bit odd yeah it was like weird. captain's log am I weird yeah. I loved it I really did well but for what reason because it felt wacky i don't know i mean it feels like genuine like his style i don't know it just i guess so like an afterthought yeah it's so amazing and then like the ending him just talking about like the most expensive the dates, dates. <laughs> yeah it took me a minute to realize he was talking about the dried fruit or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like dates because you never know with jeremy i mean he's got a fucking fragrance name date he's going on dates i'm sure <laughs> The thing is, I mean, I don't know, but I wonder. So basically, a few, a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, Chris actually contacted. So Chris from the channel Fragmental, who's my podcast partner, he contacted him. We had agreed that we'd try and get Jeremy on as a guest on our podcast. Yeah. So also, if he ex if he's a guest on your podcast, I'm going to be fucked off. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so because it, and he was polite. He came back to Chris and you know, he did, and he was perfectly polite, but he just said no. Basically, he said no, thank you, but you know, I appreciate you know thinking of me or whatever. 
And I just wonder if we've given him an idea. I just wonder if he's like, ooh, a podcast, you say. And then he releases a video almost like digging us out going, now, what yeah. would a good podcast look like? <laughs> what, you know, this is, this is how a podcast should be. Like, it's a bit maybe, odd. Maybe your email was from Jeremy because he, <laughs> he was like, you know, because Jeremy was like, here's what I'll do. I'll do one fragrance. Yeah. I'll take my time. I'll do blah, blah, blah. You know, he's like, you guys want me to talk to Will Smith? I ain't talking to Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith can talk to me on my shorts or my reels or whatever, you know? Yeah. It was like, um, did you ever see that video where he met Tom Ford? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, and like, I, I like I like that the vi- the video title was when Tom Ford meets Jeremy Fragrance. It's like, it's like when Tom Ford gets to meet Jeremy, like as if that is <laughs> yes, like he should be privileged. That's like, that's what he called it. It's like no, I think it's when Jeremy meets Tom Ford. Yeah, Jeremy, no, Joe. Yeah. I love it that it just feels like he's kind of disconnected. Like, for me, I can't imagine- From reality? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, because I can't imagine going up and going, hey, you know, I wear this fragrance, it smells great, but also people hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great, there's a great moment where he's like, because it was, um, I've never smelt it actually, because it's, um, what is it? It's tobacco, tobacco oud, Tobacco right? oud. Yeah. yeah, tobacco oud. And he goes up to him and says, oh, tobacco oud is my most complimented fragrance. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he kind of doesn't stop talking and goes, and it's also my most disliked fragrance. And he's like, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, what? Like, yeah, it's really odd. Yeah, really I think Tom odd. Ford ends it with going like, well, thanks for loving and hating our fragrances, I guess, <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, give the guy credit, though. It takes some balls to do that. Yeah, or like if you're just so throwed that you don't understand. I don't believe it, man. I'm sticking to my th- original thoughts. I think it's. That's the character he plays, man. I guess. I, I mean, he's smart. I think he's a smart cat. He's got 1.6 million YouTube followers. You don't get that being lame about shit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's doing something right. I mean, it is sort of a character because obviously it's not his real name. It's like, what is his name? Dan- Daniel Schultz or something, isn't it? I can't remember now. It has to be like something that, really, a, the lamest name probably ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah like- Rob Van Winkle or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Van Winkle fragrances yeah um, <laughs> he's just an odd dude like the time when he said he gets too much he talked about too much really and we're not helping now but like when he said made a point of saying he likes to sort of jerk off before videos yeah like basically <laughs> makes it gives him like this radiation like he glows like he looks really good there yeah but he like then, stops right before completion yes. <laughs> see that would work for me because power and strength I, right there <laughs> that's really weird stopping <laughs> you just get blue balls so <laughs> yeah yeah point of that you're just well i like, guess if he didn't then instead of having all this power and energy he'd be like loafing <laughs> off <laughs> it's like i'm pretty much good for the day you know <laughs> he just if he finishes it just come and go and be like yeah well i don't oh, i don't really care anymore <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah like, he'd probably end up making a video like his podcast video he just made <laughs> i mean if i sort of jerked off before a video and i didn't finish i think i'd just be really like can you imagine on camera you'd be like on okay I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> Do this now. I'll just rush through this. Uh, yeah, more irritated than anything. Yeah. Exactly. God, there was, like, I can't remember. There was a comedian says about. I oh, mean, God, what am I doing? I'm now talking about just jerking off. But there's a comedian <laughs> that uh, does a sketch about 
guys, like all men, should like jerk off before they make any big decision. Like this, he said, they should like if you're yeah. going to go and you want to go and buy a Porsche before you should be allowed to buy that Porsche and hand over the money or sign the check or whatever. <laughs> you should have to go and jerk off because it just totally clears your mind and you'll just come back and you're totally cheering and you'll be like and you'll see sense because right. like, it says like men just can't think straight when they're kind of too like highly sexy. Yeah, well, they call it like the post nut clarity or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, now yes. we're just talking about men's sexual health over here, but yes. So there we go. How informative is that, Dave? Yeah. After sending me a message. Fuck you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. This is a hard hitting podcast. Yeah. You can't uh, release this. This isn't a cologne podcast. <laughs> hey, it's it's going up. Oh wow. man, I love it. Well, let's talk about you guys are getting to episode 100. Now, don't be jealous. We are, I, you guys we are. are compared to us a lot, and we want to let you know we're already a 20 or so past that. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd, leave that in. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you it's guys, quality over quantity, though. Yeah, there you go. It's, there you it's go. very true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure download numbers would say you guys are doing just fine yes. on these but um <laughs> but yeah as far as it goes you guys are reaching a big milestone and that takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication and now what two years in right two years yeah two years well and so yeah it's episode 100 is gonna land well it's basically due out on sort of boxing day i think and then i think we started it in the january so then come january it'll be like two calendar years yeah we're trying to think what we can do for episode 100 because uh, for the one hundred thousand down Download milestone. We did quite a big giveaway. We got a few brands involved, and we gave away a few sort of decent sort of fragrances and things. So for this, we're sort of trying to think what we can do. We're going to try and make episode 100 different or better somehow, but I don't know exactly. <laughs> Maybe it'll be informative. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, and you may want to keep it to around 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes. Perhaps I should just get you two to do it. Like, <laughs> we should just, like, <laughs> yeah, should we host your hundredth? Uh, <laughs> There we God, go. how backwards would that be? I would ask Chris, but he refuses to be on the podcast. So I'll just ask you, give us your highlights. <laughs> I don't think he's refused. I think. Well, I've got a Facebook message that would say otherwise, but don't worry about that, Chris. We are not upset at all. <laughs> Why don't you give Chris us is basically too busy to do our podcast? Like, yeah. like, fuck you. Like, no doubt. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. I get it totally. Uh, why don't you tell us kind of some of the give us some a couple of fun highs that you guys have had with the podcast, and then maybe a couple of lows other than being compared to the newest <laughs> a lesser podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah lesser podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was going to say it's not really a high, but an episode that was sort of quite an important one, I guess, is when we sort of discuss mental health actually so we kind of come back for a few different reasons it came off the back of so this got a bit serious now so it's not really a high but it's quite an important <laughs> no, episode it, I think so uh, but it came off the back of so John Snow who's on Instagram has sent his snowdrops he was on a Instagram on a YouTube live with Nigel from the channel 2 Sensworth and they, they spoke about kind of uh, mental health because uh, kind of John's sort of had some challenges in the past with mental health and things and then um, we sort of spoke about it quite a lot and we decided to like all of the sort of Kofi donors that week we were going to donate to um, like a mental health charity and things and we spoke about different aspects of mental health and how fragrances can help mental health but then also how you can you've got to keep them in check because as with anything like hobbies can become quite all-encompassing it then can easily become addictions which can also then or obsessions which can then obviously have a negative impact on mental health and stuff so so that was just quite an important one 
other than that, a few of the sort of... I quite like some of the guest ones. So we had Clemence CC Fragrance. Um, she's always quite good fun. She was our first guest, actually. And that was just quite a, like a nice, fun like fun episode. But all the guests have been good as well. Like um, Fragrance Weirdo was good. Yeah, I don't know, really. But it's funny because the person that messaged me today sort of said that we're sort of deviating from the original style of the podcast. But I don't think we have at all. I think almost to a fault the po- our podcast hasn't changed too much I think that's something that we're aware of and we want to sort of change it and come up with new ideas and sometimes it's quite hard because we've been doing it for two years and sometimes there's only so much you can sort of say so in many ways a lot of the episodes are quite the same I'd say <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not selling it am I really <laughs> well I mean I want to go back to the part where you were talking about like the mental health thing because I really do in a lot of Facebook groups and I don't know are you in some of the fragrance yeah. okay so I see a lot of people that will post almost like, I don't know if they're doing it to be funny or if they really do feel like they have a problem, but they're like, oh my God, another, I just made another purchase, like whatever. And they show, you know, $700 worth of fragrances. And a lot of them, I'm kind of like, man, I hope you love those, but is it really just, I know that we can be obsessive and then there's room on the Mm -hmm. shelf and it's like, I got to fill that up and I need to do it soon. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same with any because I've got quite an obsessive personality, really. To be honest, so when I get into something, if it's something I like, I will kind of get into it and I'll just go full guns blazing. You know, review like researching stuff, you know, on YouTube and all that sort of thing. So I think it's as with any hobby, it's it's just quite dangerous, like that you've got to keep it in check. And I think you could do that in different ways. So obviously, we've all got different means, and we've all so some people got much more money to spare, as it were, um, than other people. So you spend within your means was always a big thing but I think you've got to keep it in check somehow so however you do it for me it's like every now and again I just think hold on this is you know I've got a wife and kids and stuff like that and it's like you start thinking well that fragrance we could have gone out for the day at a theme park or I mean you start thinking you've sort of just got to kind of keep it in check a little bit and then something else I'd like to do is um, I like to sell fragrances quite often so every now and again I have a bit of a cull and it's just almost from a it just makes me feel better psychologically because it's like uh, it's, it's cathartic I feel like I've sell them and I take that money back and then I normally sometimes I might sort of keep that in my paper and just then use that for the next few fragrances so I'm not like spending more money as it were it's just you know recycling but right. yeah it's it just makes me feel better about the hobby like I've got it in check but again it's I think where it's dangerous is a lot of people you start comparing. It's the same with anything in life, isn't it? You compare your neighbours, what they've got, they've got a better car than you or whatever. And it's the same like, but people in doing this fragrance hobby and on YouTube are in it for different reasons. It's like, and I've always said this, like Chris, for example, has got, you know, you're saying like 500 bottles or whatever, but obviously he's not, Some a lot of those he's bought, but a lot of those have been gifted or et cetera right. like that. So, and also he's a registered business because it's his job. So he can claim the tax back on those as well because it's providing him content for his job. Where I can't, well, I'm a hobbyist. So it's literally (laughs) my YouTube channel is documenting my hobby. That's all it is. It's not... (laughs) it's not an investment it's not I'm definitely not making money on it I'm at a loss so it's I've got to remember that you can't compare yourself with others because they're in it for different reasons and they're making more money out of it or, or whatever do you know what I mean so it's just kind of keep it in check really for sure I kind of want to interject something and this may be a little taboo of a topic but kind of thinking about mental health and some people's obsession with constantly wanting to keep buying stuff yeah technically we haven't really released a video or audio of anything about this, but I think that's kind of my hang up with certain influencers dropping so many things at once. 
to sell mm-hmm. to the public. Oh, you feel like they're kind of leveraging that discrepancy in people? Possibly. Well, I mean, a lot of people try to pitch to the audience to blind buy or to buy. And then, so I do have, a, I kind of do have a hang up with certain creators that it seems like they've got a million fragrances they're involved with. That just seems like a huge issue. You have fans, right? You have people that looked up to you or admire you. And I feel like you owe them a little courtesy to not try to <laughs> turn them upside down and jangle all the change out of their fucking pockets, you know? Yeah. And, with, I, and I do feel like that power does, comes great responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. I mean, exactly. And then I feel like there are a lot of people, I mean, people are, they watch something, they're influenced, they want to support whoever it is they like or enjoy. And so, yeah, I, I guess, what do y'all feel about that as far as like some of these creators that are like that? And again, y'all don't have to answer if y'all don't want to. I just kind of thought about it just now. I'll defer to our special <laughs> guest first. <laughs> Fuck you now. Just, you're just going to hang me out to dry here, aren't you? It's going to be like... Um, I, get, I know what you mean, because as well, there, there's a few, particularly like with the Navitus ones and stuff, they've released like lines and then there's also like deals if you buy every single bottle. It's like, yes. oh, it's whatever it is, $150 or whatever is a bottle. And then, but then if you buy all of them, you sort of get $100 off. And so it's almost encouraging people to spend more money. It's, quite an important thing you're right because you do have a responsibility it's the same i mean going in a slightly different direction with these like people on tiktok or whatever where they've got quite a young audience and they're literally influencing teenagers yeah that's you know if they say something if they say oh you should get this this new top or this new hat or these new like trainers or sneakers or whatever like the kids would be like go out of their way to try and get that or ask their parents for money and things like that so it is quite an the sort of responsibility they've got really but then some of them are just there to I don't know it's weird it's like setting a bad example like we've discussed kind of like in the odor jerks and stuff and the fragrance jerks before they often rip it out of them for kind of having this consumerism like attitude of just buying everything or just yeah but and again it's kind of linked to mental health as well because I think a lot of people get it's quite exciting to do a blind buy or get a new fragrance or buy something new a bit of retail therapy I do it sometimes actually if I'm feeling a bit low you buy something cool or whatever and you're like 100%. oh yeah I'm looking forward to yeah. that yeah and so so there's something in that as well where you're sort of satisfying you're getting those hits of, of yeah, um, dopamine like endorphins and things and yeah and dopamine yeah. and it's like it's slippy slope you've kind of got to keep it in check and I, I don't know what the answer is in honesty so it's a bit of a cop out but I don't know it's just awareness I guess is the, is the biggest thing and, and um, I'm not trying to not knock people's hustle yes you are (laughs) no i'm not trying to knock people's hustle i realize some of these people are putting up content daily video wise which i understand it's very hard i mean i want people to be able to make money i'm not against that but i am kind of against pushing so much out at one time and the only gripe i have is that a lot of them don't offer samples yes that too i know a lot of money probably goes into creating samples and you know, like travel atomizers and stuff to buy. So I know that's an undertaking as well. And if they're already running on a strict budget, then it may be hard to do. But I think, not that I know everything at all, but where the answer lies, I think is in the community. And there was one, somebody had posted up this, and I'm not saying I'm a poster boy for, you know, this is how everybody should do it. But somebody had posted up and they were going to blind buy uh, Lunarosa Ocean. And I've just messaged them and said, hey, I've got a full bottle. If you'll DM me your address, it's five bucks to shoot it out. I'll send you five mil. You should really try it before you buy that, you know? And we kind of got used to now because we do kind of send some fragrances out to the listeners. And so, it would have gone out with some... He never DM'd me, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, it would have gone out with some that we were already sending out. But 
no. either way, I think what would be good about the community is to realize some of these that aren't available. Luna Rosa Ocean, you can go to any department store and probably get a carded sample. But yeah. on the more niche side, more indie side, people in the community... I think it's good if they do make that purchase to then send split it or decant it out and offer ways for some people that realize, hey, this is beyond my means. I mean, I still want to try it and I still want to show support yeah. by going and getting that from somebody who mm. bought the bottle might be a good thing. Yeah, I thought that's a good point. Yeah, there, there are some good communities. Like there's um, a few Facebook groups, one of them in the sort of UK certified. It's like, I can't remember the full title of the thing now. It's like certified fragrance sales i can't even remember what the thing is called but it's a great group of people because you you literally be like you just go in there and say oh i'm looking for this can anybody hook me up or has anybody got a sample and they'll just you said people like yeah i've got it i can send you a sample and stuff and it and what's it works well is obviously they encourage to give as much as you take sort of thing so you should try and so i've sent samples and stuff and it's not always not always free samples but even like you say if you know you've got an expensive fragrance and you charge like a couple of quid just for the packaging in the bloody vial or whatever it's it just means that person hasn't wasted like you you know 150 quid or 150 dollars or whatever on a, a bottle that they're not going to like so it's no it's it's weird though isn't it because fragrances there's not many hobbies or things you buy where you literally don't know what you're getting as such like you wouldn't right. buy you wouldn't buy like a jumper or a t-shirt not like not seeing it can you imagine going on a website and <laughs> yeah. there's no images of this t-shirt it just tells you this is a black t-shirt yeah. and it's got a logo on it in the top left corner <laughs> and it's a bit green and there's some yellow bits in the bottom you'd be like yeah that sounds pretty good I think I'm going to take a bite like you just wouldn't buy a t-shirt right. you've never seen and that's what you're doing when you buy a fragrance that you've never smelled it's, the whole purpose of fragrance is to smell and you literally don't know when you do a blind buy and the funny it's thing mental. is it would not only be like that but it would be like it wouldn't include the size to even know if it fits yeah. you yeah. because a, yeah. lot, a lot of people it's like you can have two fragrances that have the exact same notes and smell worlds apart yeah yeah completely and so completely. it's like you're so right you don't really know if it's a fit like i mean tonka 25 i thought i loved tonka bean which turns out i don't know what the fuck tonka bean smells like <laughs> because when i smell tonka 25 which i assume would be very stripped down i was like yeah. this shit is terrible you know <laughs> but i thought i'd love it because a lot of the fragrance that i saw what i thought was tonka heavy again not mm. sure what it smells like yeah so, it's like you don't even That's, know if it fits yeah. you. It is kind of wild. That's why we've been pushing so hard. Oh, you got a sample. You got a sample. It's like every episode we say it almost, you know. And I think there are avenues now that you can take that. But you got to be careful because even if, let's take Mr. Smalley, for example. And we were talking to him on his live. And we had talked about, yeah, we're big advocates of decanting and sampling. Yeah. And he says, I am in practice, but I'm even guilty of just blind buying the bottle. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. there's this subconscious thing when you see a bunch of people showing you the bottle, even if they say sample it, just the fact that the visual element of this bottle every time, oh yeah, this is definitely worth the buy. People are going to connect to, oh, I'll just buy the fucking bottle. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, that's the thing. Because I mean, I've done, I do a lot of blind buying. I don't advocate it at all, but I do do it. Um, not as much as I used to, but there's a part of me that does like the thrill of it. It's a bit of a gamble. Yeah, and again, yeah. That's there's a there's a mental health thing in that because you get a, bit <laughs> of a, thrill and a kick out of it. You're like rolling the dice on this, and it's like, oh. I mean, I will always like sell it on and stuff, so I don't try not try not to lose too much money if it does go wrong, which it does frequently. But 
yeah, there's there's something in that, and but it's just more exciting to get the bottle. Like when I get a sample, I'm just not as excited to try it. I don't know. It's that I, I'm such a sucker for the whole marketing packaging and the whole experience <laughs> of opening it, and it's all like, yeah, it's just cool, isn't it? You get like a little sample. And it's like okay, I don't know. It's maybe that's why it's kind of like an Apple store. Yeah. Like when you do buy the thing, it's packaged beautifully or yeah. whatever, but it is presented better in the actual store where you can go and touch it and feel it. So I think, I mean, our closest boutique that carries a ton of niche fragrances is a two and almost half hour drive yeah. from us to go to a boutique. Two and a half hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's not even touching Texas, but that's like everything. You know, oh, you're going to do some big shopping, you'll go two and a half hours. But yeah. that would be the way to experience the bottle and the packaging and get a good feel for it without actually having to buy it would be. But a lot of us just don't have access to the whole thing. Because I agree, some of these bottles are incredible. I mean, Argos, for example, as a brand, yeah. has incredible bottles with tons of detail. And that is pretty exciting. And when we smell it, we've got a decant like this that's very underwhelming you know <laughs> compared to holding a huge bottle with a heavy cap with you know indented jewelry and you know all this other stuff it's not really presenting it the best way but it is what we have and so we <laughs> but the thing is like you've got to think as, as well because i often think oh should i go and buy that in store and quite often like buying something in store is no is dearer than it is getting it online and then you've got to pay for your like your gas to go there and then you pay for your i don't know if, if where your store is if you've got to pay for parking as well we often have to to do if we're driving into like a city and stuff so it's yeah. like so then you factor all those in and then it's like it turns out the fragrance is shit you're like oh it's just well, i'm literally in at a loss here now where, <laughs> right. so you think i might as well just bought the bottle didn't like it and sell it on an ebay and i've not I hardly lived had to leave my house and i've probably lost the same eight pounds or whatever that i would have lost parking so right yeah that's the thing man yeah i, d I, I don't know what the answer side. is i can understand that side too i <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it's different for everybody, uh, yeah. especially some of these guys. Once you kind of get into it, they aren't really risking a whole lot because, you know, maybe it was sent to them. Maybe it was a gift. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was something like that. So it's not that big a deal. And maybe we're just, you know, throwing a fit for the little guy. But I think at the top of the funnel of the fragrance community, a lot of people just getting in. Uh, it's kind of smart. Uh, some of these YouTubers that have big lines, Ashton, for example, because he's one of the one of the guys at the very top of the funnel as yeah. they come in, a lot of designer stuff. And then he goes, hey, you know, I have this line that smells amazing. And listen to these other YouTubers. They love it, too. So it's like, oh, that's an easy buy. And when you're first getting in, you do have that hunger to buy bottles. It's like, <laughs> I guess I'll buy his, you know? No. Maybe that's it. I think once you get down into the fragrance community, and we're still brand new to this. What are we, like seven months in? No. You do find avenues that you're like, if I if I just can't afford to buy a bottle right now, I can decant or I can get, you know, travel atomizer or whatever. Well, speaking as a person that's broke all the time, I'm, I'm for the sample. If yeah. it smells really good, then I start, you know, fawning over over the bottle if it looks good or something like that or actually the creator I mean everybody has an opinion like I, we appreciate Roger does work and honestly we line up more with the story than anything else and how he talks about certain things so we have a passion to want to smell it and there's some stuff I don't like from his and same with Mike here but we smelled Elysium the first time as a sample yeah, and yeah. it blew our minds and we were like we have got to get a bottle of this so I mean so did you buy a bottle yes did he did 
I bought it and then I gave it to him because I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> I was, was, was going to ask, Ryan, what was the last sample you smelt that motivated you to then smell it, to buy the bottle? Oh, mm, that's a good Elysium, question. Which one? Red tobacco. Red tobacco, that's right, yeah. And yeah. then do you do much blind buying then? I take it not by the sound. Do I do much blind buying? Yeah, like blind buying a full bottle. Have you had any like- I did one, sales? only one. And it was because it was only a $25 gamble. And that was <laughs> oh, Mont yeah, Blanc individual. That was it, you know? That's the only blind bob I've ever What did you think to it? It's not something I would wear out, but I feel like it is relaxing. I've said this on our podcast, but so I usually, if I'm going to wear it, you know, if I took a shower for bed, I'll just throw it on before I go to bed because it's relaxing. And that's like the- The vibe I have with it. I love it. I made him give me like 20 mil so I could wear it out because I, I mean, I like it, but it's too soft that, for me to want to wear out in public, I guess is the way I feel about it. Yeah. Like right now I'm wearing MFK's gentle fluidity gold, which I feel is sweet. It's feminine. It's, it's like smells like cotton candy and something else. I love it. I don't know. No, I can it has get a really down. good smell. Yeah, I can get down with those type of fragrances. You wouldn't be caught dead in this fragrance. I wouldn't, I don't yeah, think. I wouldn't wear it now. <laughs> but, um, that's fair. I but I don't know how many fragrances you guys own now, Like, but you sort of get f- – well, I've discussed this numerous times on my channel where you kind of get fussier. Like, not fussier. I don't even know if it's that my nose is kind of more developed or anything like that. It, pr- it might be some of that. But when you've got X number of fragrances, like when I get a new one, like if it's sort of just like a 7 out of 10, it's like – well, is it adding anything to my collection? Right. You know, why am I going to reach for this 7 out of 10 fragrance, which is perfectly good, it's perfectly nice, yeah. when I've got like a 9 out of 10 fragrance, or several 9 out of 10 fragrances <laughs> on the shelf, like that I, I prefer. So it's like, it's weird. And again, it's it's one of those it's weird psychology if you apply it to other things that clothes you wear in different situations. But yeah, yeah. if you've got enough fragrances, you wear that in different situations. You wouldn't go on a night out and reach past your like best shirt or best suit or whatever, depending on the event, and then just get something a bit that's not quite as nice and go well you know <laughs> yeah. I bought it so I might as well wear it you just you'd want to so that's the thing now so for me it's quite often I'll get a fragrance and I and I know for well if I bought that fragrance a couple of years ago two three years ago when I was sort of relatively new to it I probably would have kept it wore it and been happy with it but now it's like mm, it's not really bringing much to the party to be honest because I've already got something like this that does it better or whatever so it's quite hard now I'm because as I say, I'm not someone that just keeps everything for the sake of keeping it because I, I can't afford to. I don't want to. And for my mental health, I don't want to. I don't want to look at like <laughs> all of these fragrances. It's just weird. So, yeah, I try and keep my collection down, really. So. I feel like my seven out of tens and under will be my ones that are usually my daily wares nonstop. <laughs> and then I keep my really good ones, which only got like three that I would consider like my top end, which is Creation E and Elysium. He got me Elysium. My wife got me Creation E. And then my man, Sarah, which the red tobacco are already ran through Cedric Boise, but the other ones, you know, I'll wear the other stuff, the cheap stuff or the stuff that's, you know, easy to replace every day. Yeah, but I feel like you're labeling it based on price because I feel like you really, really like red tobacco and you still wear the hell out of it. Well, I did get a, I got it for like 80 bucks. So that one I consider anything under a hundred, I'll like, I'll wear it every day. I won't care. Yeah, but like one of the, like you're nine out of 10 and maybe I've obsessed over you guys' podcast too much, but I know you've spoken about your love for Mont Blanc Explorer, or at least that you wear it often. Hmm. Is that one that you'd say, oh, this is a nine out of 10 for me? Mont Blanc Explorer is an absolutely amazing release. It's, it's, I stand by that. I know it's really derivative, uh, <laughs> but I think it's really good. I'm actually wearing it today. Um, the, the funny thing is, it's not necessarily a fragrance. I wouldn't give it nine 
like personally, I think it's a great release. So if I was kind of being subjective, I think it is probably a nine out of ten. But if I was then rating it more personally relative to the fragrances that I love and that are my top ten, I wouldn't put it in my top ten. So I wouldn't kind of give it a nine out of ten. So trying to balance it, I'd give it like easy eight and a half maybe 9 out of 10 like but yeah it's super versatile it lasts really a long time I think I personally prefer it to Aventus um, and it it, it's, it really works well on me for whatever reason I just get really good reactions on it but I think it's an absolutely amazing release like it's so clever I, I said this before I did this a poll in one of our we discussed it on the podcast maybe and I've done it in a group if you just so when I say like amazing release or best release I'm not necessarily saying it's the best smell or it's the most right. amazing smell but if you think about what fragrances are like really good releases like actually either really clever from a marketing point of view or from the company's perspective what's going to do well for them I think that is just a really great release they've because they've taken that DNA that really works I think they've personally improved it they've made it more mass appealing yeah. sort yeah. of designified it yeah and they've done it really well in the sense that it lasts as well so I think as a, as a release I think it's it's really good now I've decanted out a ton because we've sent it to a lot of listeners but it's probably the first fragrance other than Spice Bomb that I've gone through an entire bottle and then re-upped on the bottle mm. yeah. I think I gave Ryan the last 20 mil that was in <laughs> My previous bottle because I <laughs> saw it on Aura Fragrances and bought it for thirty nine bucks. You oh, that's, know? that's a, so that's a killer, killer deal for that fragrance. Yeah. So give us top five then. I'm I got to know what are ones that if you burn through an entire bottle that you would have to rebuy. Um, it would well I mean a lot of the listeners of my podcast are going to know the answer to this but the Chronic from Byron Parfums that's one of my all time favourites I don't think you guys have smelled that yet have you no we haven't I think we have a decan of it I've said to you I'd love to get your reactions on that it's sort of unisex it's kind of got a sort of bubblegummy sweetness so you might like it Mike but Ryan maybe not but I don't know (laughs) it's like the sandalwood in it is quite so I'd be intrigued to see that's why I'm quite interested to see kind of what you guys think to that Um, Parfum de Marley Leighton is one of my all time favourites though I've said before the Alexandria Fragrances version has actually got me more more compliments right um, like annoyingly <laughs> the, yeah, it's so really close it. isn't it I feel like yeah it's I've- Royal Equestrian is really good um, it, I'd say it's probably slightly sweeter actually and probably not quite as green and that's probably why it gets a bit a few more compliments right um because i think a Leighton is just a little bit greener and it's sort of just it's a, probably a bit more balanced uh where a royal question is probably just a bit sweeter so i think that's probably why it just garners those compliments a little bit more because i've had good reactions from royal question so actually i'd often recommend people maybe just get that or, or to be honest because uh but Parfum de Marley because that DNA is one of my favourites I felt like I had to get the, the original so yeah for sure so that I'm trying to think now I've mentioned before a million and one times Armani Diamonds from Emporio Armani Diamonds is one of my gateway fragrances that was one of the ones I sort of smelt on holiday in Spain for the first time I loved it and I went and bought a bottle and that's that was like my signature going out scent before I was a proper fraghead so that's just got scent memories okay we need to um, check that one out I've then. never even heard of it yeah so it's uh, from the Emporio Armani rather than Giorgio Armani um, it's kind of it's got cacao in it it's got some spices as well so it's kind of got this sweet spicy thing going on it's very designery but it's yeah it's just really nice I really like that I just used to wear that that used to be my going out fragrance like in the evenings so that I'm a big fan of Noir Extreme from Tom Ford yeah that is I just I 
remember when I first smelled that in the department store, I just loved it. I, th- I thought there was tobacco in it. I get this phantom tobacco <laughs> note, but there's not. But it's got that sort of creamy sweetness from the coffee. Um, I think there's vanilla in there as well, but it's kind of, yeah, got this sort of, and I get a little bit of the mandarin at the top, which not many people get because I love the mandarin. So yeah, I remember when I first, well, I first actually, oh, there's a clone that I first wore of that one. <laughs> oh, well, really? I first smelled it in store and fell in love with it. Then I bought a clone and wore that and I got a good um, reaction to that. My wife was like, oh, you know, you smell nice. And then she bought me the original for my birthday, I think it was. So that one's up there. I don't know how many I'm at now. Is that four? Four. I think four, yeah. Um, <laughs> one more. Thing. I did do te- top 10 fragrances for life, actually. Um, I've done a couple of videos on that on my YouTube channel, so I'm just trying to think what's in there. i tell you a fragrance that, well, a couple of sort of newer releases that I think that might make it into my top 10. So um, I've done... I did a top 10 fragrances for life video and then like a year or so later I did another top 10 fragrances for life video which sounds like it's a fucking piss take because it's like well <laughs> they're, they're for life so you can't do it annually yeah, but right, the, whole, right. the whole point of the video was basically like have I smelled anything in the last year that would make it into my top 10 gotcha so yep. basically it's the same list and there's normally like one or two that change so that's that okay. pip it. so I've not done that video this year but one fragrance that I think would might make it into the top 10 I don't think it'd be top 5 but into the top Top 10 i really now really enjoy a uh, money code absolute the gold bowl version okay so, yeah we've talked we talked about that last time because you were saying that one gr- had to grow on you right yeah when i first smelt it it was weird i, I was a bit pissed i was with chris in a pub <laughs> and i think i just went into it with these misconceptions i was a bit drunk and it's just smelt like almost like a a clone of Profumo, a money code Profumo, because it's obviously got similar DNA. And for whatever reason, I revisited it months later. I'm not saying, I smelled a sample. I was like, oh, it smells quite good. And then I sort of bought a bottle and then I just really enjoy it. And I just prefer it to code Profumo. Code Profumo smells really good, don't get me wrong. But code Profumo can be a bit much sometimes. The Like my friend didn't like the opening and then once it dries down, it gets sort of quite nice. And then towards the end of its life, it can get a bit much, I think sometimes. It's a bit full on to like wear in an office wear. Code Absolute, I think, is really well balanced. I think it's got some nice sweetness to it, but it's kind of balances it out quite well. So I really enjoy Code Absolute. And uh, a more controversial one that's kind of been shat on from a few people, either gets loved or hate, is I really enjoy Scandal from uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier. That's... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I smelled a sample of that on the podcast and I loved that sample I went and bought a bottle so yeah I really enjoy that a lot of people shit on it just because it's a kind of sweet designer fragrance um, yeah to me it smells like Jean-Paul Gaultier got a Paco Rabanne fragrance and just did it better they sort of showed them how to do it it's like if you're going to do like a sweet mass appealing fragrance this is how you do it sort of thing so yeah um, I think because we did an episode on that yeah. and it was probably in a string of designer fragrances that fell too close together because I think they were released close together and they all smelled exactly the same and yeah or really yeah. close so we were just like Ugh. there's another one he's like it's good yeah. uh, just you know yeah. we really at this point I mean, I would say revisit Scandal if you can, and just to go, don't go too heavy. But just if you, I just it's got a nice sort of quite fresh opening. It sweetens up, and it's just very versatile. And I've had loads of compliments on it, so I would maybe say revisit that. I did smell the Paco Rabanne one that was released a similar time, the robot bottle. Oh, Phantom, <laughs> yeah, Phantom, yeah. I smelt that briefly in store recently, and that is it's similar sort of style where it's sort of quite sweet. But I think Jean Paul Gaultier have done a really good release on um, Scandal, so I would. As I say, I don't know if it'd be, it would make my top five. But it certainly kind 
of being there. But a few others, just to qu- sort of quick fire that I remember having in my list. Um, <laughs> Man- Bulgari's Man Black Clone, I really enjoy. It's quite different. It's kind of a fresher take on it. It's got two rows in it. What else was in there? Wanted by Night, I really enjoy. Um, oh, so I'm, you can see I'm sort of quite a designer boy. I quite like the sort of sweeter, <laughs> sexy date fragrances, I guess, as it were. So yeah, I kind of I, quite like those. But I get it. I mean, yeah. when we look for or at least i'll say when i look for fragrances there's not many that i go this one's really complex i'm gonna wear it (laughs) because it's most of the time people are gonna be like what the fuck (laughs) this guy smells like i will choose uh i wore one and we need to do i think it's called like cinemaniac it's by uh it's actually by a guy out in austin but it smells like candied popcorn and i wore that on halloween and i thought i was like so fucking cool (laughs) but it was like it's a weird thing yeah (laughs) i would like i wore that uh you know it'd be something like that where i'd be like hey yeah you smell my cologne i smell like popcorn pretty cool huh (laughs) fucking loser yeah yeah it's totally it's this it's weird thing where like when is complicated when would you describe something as complicated being a good thing like if you were if you were sat down and you went oh i've been seeing this this woman she's like yeah i've been seeing for a while and they'd be like oh what's she like she's like She's really complicated. Do you know what I mean? That's not, that's not a good thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, what's, what's your new car like? Oh, it's, it's really complicated. I can't get Like, it's, it's yeah. a funny kind of concept. To, I guess it's because it's very similar to, like, movies. I like easy to enjoy movies or, like, ones that, like, have a evident twist to it that's cool. But yeah. I don't want something that's too artsy. That it's mm, like yeah. like a lot of these indie films come out and people are like, oh, yeah, that was really, really technically sound. And that was, yeah. you know, the dialogue was just blah, blah, blah. I just. <laughs> you I kind mean, of get that. With, I guess with films, it's also kind of like there's a mood thing, isn't it? Because sometimes you do just want to veg out and see some mindless action and not think. And then right. other times, you you know, you, maybe it's a sort of complicated drama or thriller where there's a bit of plot involved. Then it's kind of not too bad. But sometimes it's like you can really appreciate something like uh, that sort of 12 years a slave for example is a phenomenal film it's so well done obviously well directed well like it's an amazing movie but will i watch it again did i actually enjoy it yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it? Because I appreciate it because it's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing the film. It's like an amazing it's so well done. It's amazing. Right. And I'm glad I watched it but it's like did I enjoy that film? Could mainly because the subject matter and everything. It's like, mm, yeah. It's I've like, got the yes. best example, and you may be wanting to say it too. What is it, Passion of the Christ? <laughs> no, no that, that was good. But no, The Reverend was The Reverend. Oh, yes. Yeah, such The a, Revenant. No, yeah, such a great movie. It's a great movie, but you feel beaten down after you've watched it. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah. I've never. I'll never watch it again. I watched it one time. It's an amazing movie. I'll never watch it again. I watched it twice. One because I watched it with you that That's one time, okay. and when we were supposed to be working, but instead we watched <laughs> it. And then I bought it yeah. because the uh, the visuals are incredible, incredible. And I watched it one more time, and I was like. <sighs> I should have rented it and spent three ninety nine instead of twenty. I should have got a sample. That's right. I should have gone five mil on this full fucking bottle. Should have just watched a snippet on YouTube. That's what you should have. Just, yeah. just got my scratch the itch for you know this yeah. close wide angle. Just yeah. 
It, I mean, it, it is great, but yeah, again, subject matter is just grueling and it goes on and on and on, kind of like red tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Way to wrap it all there, back around, there buddy. There you go. <laughs> so, what's your take on red tobacco then, uh, Mike? Do you like it? Or I hate I've the, not smelt it. You, I mean, you've got to be careful with it. I, here's one thing I wish that they would say, and I've kind of learned now. Don't just go ham in one spot. Yeah. Like if you're going to spray it, that's when you spray from a distance. So mm. it's just not concentrated because when it's concentrated, the opening to it to me is unbearable. It smells like you actually made a good point. It smells like men's multivitamins yeah. when you open it up. It's just weird. Weird opening. But he likes that. <laughs> but if you kind of spray it out, honestly, the best thing is I got two. He bought a bottle and then I got two 10 mil decants and the atomizer is smaller on these 10 mil decants and actually made it easier to wear because it doesn't give you a freaking squirt of it uh, yeah. in one area yeah, yeah. yeah so whenever i like spray it out even with the 10 mil i'm like out here spraying it <laughs> it's a lot more palatable but I, I just don't care for the intro it, and the reason why i wanted it and we'll do an episode on argos triumphobacchus yeah but the dry down is pretty similar to triumphobacchus and i fucking love that fragrance yeah so i was like man it's like triumphobacchus but 80 bucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, the it's different enough to like you could own both mm. but for me i was just like ah mm-mm no, I'll never buy it, but I'll get 10 mil from you. Yeah, and to say how strong it is, we tested on the ep- the episode we recorded for it the first time, and we always just do like one on our hand, one on a card. And I went into a store after we got done. It was probably about two hours after we got done doing everything. And this lady from about 15 feet away was losing her mind. She was like, somebody smells incredible in here. I was like, it can't be me. And then she came over to me and she was like, it's it's you. You smell great. I was like, man. And so I told him. Yeah. I'm buying a bowl. Then we, well, I didn't buy it yet. Then we went to grocery shopping together. <laughs> right. And I was checking out. Such and and <laughs> We pretty much are. <laughs> we were going grocery shopping together and I'm checking out in front of him. And then the lady there, same thing. She was like, what do you have on? Because it smells amazing. Yeah. He even stopped and looked back at me and said, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear? It's like, and the lady's watching and he's like, hey. Did you hear what she just said? <laughs> she complimented me on this. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, Ryan, calm down. Uh, so, yeah. Then I was like, when we got in the car, I was like, I'm buying this fucking fragrance. Yeah. And he eyeballed it till it went on sale. And then he. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, you know, that's okay. the thing with I, I'm a big proponent, especially when something like that works so well. I'm like, that's something I'm going to buy. Other than Giorgio Armani, which he hates. Giorgio Armani is the most complimented thing that I ever wear. Aquadigio. Yeah. Aquadigia, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Aquadigia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. I just can't get behind the aquatic notes. I just can't do it. But I, so, I love Perfumo, but I just can't distance myself from the original. Obviously, it carries that DNA, and they've definitely improved it as a more modernized version, but it yeah. just feels like I just don't. It just kind of takes me back. It just reminds me of sort of, yeah, the sort of older fragrance, older times as it were. It's a bit sort of. I, bit, well, I, yeah. I can't explain it, but I'm going to tell you, and he's witnessed it. It gets crazy, at least out here. Maybe it's a summer heat thing here in Texas because we always have mm-hmm. heat. And it's like, but you wear that around here and people go nuts for it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's annoying how many compliments he gets whenever he's wearing <laughs> it. I'm just like, oh God, here we go. He's going to talk about in the car ride home yeah, for fucking the 30 minutes. He's like, man, you know. <laughs> Oh, that that fragrance, man. I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. 
That is. What, I've always wondered this. Like, so what's does it ever like? Does the temperature ever drop there where you guys are, for example? Is yeah, it always fairly high. It does. It- I mean, it's literally eighty plus degrees, probably ninety some percent of the time here in Texas. And then in February to April, you'll get like this little quick. Like some days you'll have some cold. Like we've had some recently where it's like we got down to like thirty nine at night. Yeah, our winter hits at the end of January and yeah. like February is when we get our cold. Like outside right now, it's probably 75 yeah. out and mm-hmm. it will probably have that. It, in the mornings, it'll get cold, but then by the afternoon. So, if you dress for the cold, by the afternoon, you're sweating your balls off, yep. you know? So, it'll be 40 <laughs> in the morning and 80 in the afternoon, which is so frustrating. Yeah, we, we're, we're rolling around with the AC on today and the car blasting today because yep, it's hot yeah. outside. That's kind of one of the things I do like about being in the UK is because we have very definitive seasons. It does mean you, you're, you've got fragrance. You can go through your fragrance sort of seasonally, really. Yeah. So, we do have, on the odd occasion, we get some really hot weather, but we have a summer and then we have like um, sort of autumn is kind of a bit cooler and then obviously winter. So, it works quite nicely. And I've always wondered that, like some of the American YouTubers like Big Beard Business, I think he used to be in like California and stuff. And I'm thinking like, yeah. can you wear these sort of rich, dark, <laughs> deep winter fragrances in that heat? It'd be like just, it must literally be like one spray and then you've, <laughs> Just yeah. be careful that you're not. The crazy thing about California is, though, it stretches the whole height of the U.S. Yeah. So, yeah. Southern California, maybe not, but Northern California, you're pretty damn close to Canada, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's a good um, point. Yeah. So, it, because there are some places, obviously because of mountains and elevation, but you yeah. can go skiing and you drive three or four <laughs> miles and all the snow's melted and people are in shorts. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. yeah, I think like Colorado out here, I mean, just what kind of way he's saying, like when you get centralized in America, you kind of get all the seasons that you want. And in Colorado, that's like that. You get everything. You get a little bit of heat, you get the whatever cool down, and then crazy winter. Here, I mean, that's why when we got hit with that winter storm, it did so much damage to us is because Texans are not prepared for that. Yeah. We get like two inches of snow and that's it. We shut down everything. I do want to kind of wrap back around because we at least owe you this much. Uh, yeah. We didn't we didn't talk a whole lot about the podcast, but um, you'd kind of said, you know, the ups were you guys really getting to address some things that needed to be addressed. And then mm. uh, the downs were obviously you guys were compared to us, which were way lesser of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <so>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a proper like uh, balls in the face. Moment. <laughs> uh, no, the, the, There's not been too many like downs, really. I mean, it's uh, obviously you dedicate your time to it. And some episodes are just more interesting or lively than others so we've had feedback and most people are really nice and constructive they might say this that or the other but there's not really been too many downs there was I remember one time when my main mic didn't pick up or whatever it wasn't so I ended up like I literally went to do the edit and then I realised that the the mic wasn't working I was like oh fuck and it was like yeah that was quite annoying Um, and actually it was the um, there was another thing where my phone basically we I think we tried a different style of recording for for something for that mental health episode and my f- the phone signal kept picking up on the mic, you know, oh, thing yeah, it does, yeah. did, did, and I had to like edit some like a nightmare edit trying to try and remove it and make it sort of listenable and stuff. So that was so yeah. There's kind of a few things like that, but other than that, it's not been too many lows really because it's that's the nice thing about it. It's just catching up with a mate, you know, once once a week. Uh, we we speak a bit during the week, but we sort of just it's an opportunity for us to catch up and 
have a chat. So we purposely didn't want it to be too taxing or too too scripted or formatted in such a way that we're sort of so it's so prescriptive that we have to kind of do this obviously we have the reoccurring features but it's done in a way that it's just quite casual and informative and, and uninformative as i've recently found out so um <laughs> right. so that's, well, that's the kind of idea i mean so. and maybe it, it may be different for other areas but at least in texas we were saying we actually went shopping together today <laughs> we had to get some more groceries um, i mean you two i mean uh, gay marriage is legal there right so you can't just cement this like, yeah but uh, but polygamy is not so <laughs> yes and but, also he's your uncle or something isn't he so yeah <laughs> by by marriage yeah so we'd have to annul okay. a few things to make make it's it proper but literally i mean <laughs> i think the listeners probably know how close you are but it's like when you were messaging me earlier today it's like oh i'm just we're just popping out to get some milk or <laughs> it's just like just imagine you two holding skipping hands down the arms or whatever and it's like that's it's funny it's just hilarious Pretty I want to be I want to be real though it is like really cathartic me and him every time we get in the car we go on because we've had to travel long distances for work a lot too like we said some of the closest business that we usually get is like a two hour drive yeah so when we get into the car we hash out Everything under the sun that could oh, be possibly talked about. Yeah. We and political, religion, <laughs> yeah. death, everything. We've everything got it all discussed. figured out. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're past that. Well, I was saying that to say with a podcast like you guys is you are friends and you're kind of chumming in there. And because I enjoy these long drives where you kind of meander and chat back mm-hmm. and forth and stuff yeah. like that, that's what it feels like. So I don't know everywhere if somebody's got 15, 20 minutes to get to work, maybe they don't want that. But for us, because we have long drives all the time, yes. that it's like your type of podcast, really a lot of where we go to buy groceries and stuff, sometimes an hour away. <laughs> so I can listen to your entire podcast on the drive you know yeah. and when i don't have my buddy ryan sitting beside me <laughs> then i you know i get to be the third wheel with you guys it's like you guys must live in like the sort of some sort of villain's lair in james bond like you know <laughs> like a volcano where you're like oh well we've got to go pop to the shops and it's like the volcano opens you get in the helicopter you're flying like miles to- <laughs> yeah, pretty it's much just Hey, when we say we're in like East Texas, like we really mean that. We're out in the sticks. When you live out here, it's literally, it's just piney woods out here everywhere. It's just nothing but trees everywhere. Trees. We're bitching about cell phone service we never get, which- Uh, the funny thing is you were saying you, me and you were messaging back and forth Ryan is really jealous about that I don't know why <laughs> he's just like oh yeah I'll catch up on what you and Steve have been talking about yeah before you came on here I was like yeah I was like uh, let me and Steve talk for like at least 30 minutes so I can catch up on everything y'all talk about behind my back um, oh, uh, when we're talking about that also Mike when are we starting that other podcast yeah. oh yeah <laughs> just, um, this isn't just how I wanted to know, break yeah. it to him yeah. but uh, you know what it's better just rip the band-aid off yeah the the scent freaks podcast i'm fragrance freaks yeah i'm like driving <laughs> freaks, yeah. i'm driving today and i'm looking over there and he's got a cell phone smiling chumming along over here uh, he's like hey sh- 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 shut up i gotta record this I'm like, uh, yes <laughs> hey steve uh yeah so anyways i'm just chilling how are you doing pal loved the dick pic uh, yeah <laughs> just thanks for sending that over Love, that's a great angle i'm gonna have to try that <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I'm not going to buy a full bottle of that. Though. Um, <laughs> looks like I've got a 50 mil right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send me the sample. I want the healthy. We're going to have to start a little group chat next time, won't we? <laughs> He's fine. He takes oh. over our Instagram all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm a loner at heart, so it doesn't bother me really. I will log on to the Instagram or and I will literally have to screenshot messages and go, what the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> because like sometimes, oh, I got a notification. I'll check and then I'll be like, I'm too far uh, like disconnected from this conversation with this person to even interject. I'm like, Ryan, you need to so-and-so message. You mind taking that? Yeah, he handles all the emails and back-end personal stuff like communicating with other people and stuff. And I'm just like the Instagram clown, I, I mean, guess. it's just like any good marriage, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You got somebody who's got good with numbers and money. Yeah. You got somebody who's just good at spending everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On fragrances. Yeah. Well, we can we can kind of wrap it up here yeah. uh, since we've, you know, covered everything now. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, dick pics, yeah. uh, your personal shopping excursions. <laughs> uh, hidden- Jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Hey, you guys want more hard-hitting content like this, be sure to go to podcast.com uh, send us a message there. Yeah, let us know. I mean, there's a good chance you're going to lose listeners after this. <laughs> well, I'm not sorry, actually. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, you know what? This was informative. <laughs> I'm going to be like, compare my podcast now, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Ruin that one. You're just going to share the link. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That. Great, huh? What, this podcast? This is the one that you're comparing us to. Listen to this guy. He's a load of shit. He's talking about jerking off. <laughs> God, well, man, thank you so much for yeah. joining us again. Uh, I was really excited when we saw this podcast video out by Jeremy Fragrance. I was like, God, I gotta, I gotta talk to Steve. And unfortunately, Ryan's gonna want to be a part of it. So whatever. But uh, I'm glad that you connected with us to chat about it because it's kind of fun content to make. So yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, man. No, I enjoy, always enjoy catching up with you guys. And as I said before, I think we're all kind of similar, similarly minded with regards to our attitude towards it. All. So it's good fun. So I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, until next time, spray, spray it up, up y'all. Ha, ha, ha.